Hello everyone. Welcome to our podcast on making a podcast created by Group B on February 19th, 2021. My name is Rebecca Devraj and I will be your host today. Our first guest is Tej Falal joining us from Cape Town. Next, we have Christo Karolsa who is based in Mahi King. I will be speaking to you from Wuhan, China, and our last speaker Mardia Haywood is also joining us from Cape Town. Let's begin. Hi, I'm Taj Falaw, and today I will address the layout the use of font and color in unit 3 firstly i will look at the layout the layout is designed with a heading to introduce a topic as well as the due date to establish a time frame for students work to be completed as well as the percentage the assignment covers for the overall grade the instructions are then listed with a different guideline in each sentence the layout is not centered it is shifted to the left side of the page no uniform and no justify used all spacing is 1.0 next i will discuss the font used in unit 3 the font addresses the target audience it identifies important information a text should have a font that is readable have no high contrast Fonts play a big role in a text. It could sway the reader and can affect the message you are trying to bring across in a negative or positive way. The font used in Unit 3 is Arial and size is 11.5. This is clear and gives a skilled look at the work presented. The bold font highlights important information. Lastly, the page color is white. to view a professional academic viewpoint with black writing on a white page to demonstrate good visual performance the blue represents the ability to access a link or a website or an added document students need to view the red indicates very important information to alert students to pay attention colors can lead to better memory performance color can affect memory especially human cognitive performance it is highly interrelated to thinking memory attention and perception thank you hi this is christo speaking from group b the tone of any form of reading and speaking material are usually the author's emotions or feelings it is the subject or reading the tone of voice refers to the author's or the speaker's feeling and expectations to and from the audience that he or she addresses the speaker's voice must be neutral and direct neutral refers to the positive because the positive and negative were said and given 
the instructions say what is expected of us and they are indicators of what we should not do and what we should do. For example, do not ramble. Direct means that we as the speaker must be directly responsible for delivering the message as it is written or as what the message that we want to convey to our listeners. Also, we as the teacher must also use and be careful of our language skills. We must be careful and cautious of grammatical errors or slang words. The speaker plays emphasis on the important points by typing them in bold or italic words, which makes it easier to understand and it is also readable. A short piece is just what it says, a short piece. And so bullets and points assist us in keeping the piece short and understandable. I also feel that one needs to address the learner or the audience by being cautious of the views and ideologies and beliefs as well as the values of others. I find it quite disturbing if I can't understand the speaker's instructions because the speaker did not accommodate others and do not have conception for the views and the ideologies of others in his or her script. Let us speak the unspoken words. I thank you. Hello, my name is Rebecca Devraj and I will be speaking to you about how podcasting was taught in Unit 3. In Unit 3, the teaching techniques used by Dr. Miller to teach us how to make a podcast are indicative of scaffolding and Garnier's nine events of instruction. According to the glossary on tophat.com, scaffolding is a technique that uses progressive steps to move students towards greater understanding and increased independence in the learning process. Northern Illinois University lists Garnier's nine events of instruction as designing a a lesson plan according to 1. Gain the attention of students. 2. Inform students of the objectives. 3. Stimulate recall of prior learning. 4. Present the content. 5. Provide learning guidance. 6. Elicit performance or practice. 7. Provide feedback. 8. Assess performance. 9. Enhance retention and transfer. In Dr. Miller's demonstrations of these techniques, she first told us the main focus of the unit, how to present information in sound format using our voices. She then asked us to create a sound file 
she provided us with the do's and don'ts, a text file to use, and app recommendations. This provided structure with a small degree of independence. We then had to create a transcription file from audio. Guidance on how to do this was provided using written instructions and a helpful video demonstration. But independence was encouraged by giving us a choice over the content while still keeping the content topic related. After completing these tasks, we had to complete a podcasting quiz. However, this quiz was different from other quizzes as the questions forced us to research applications which we would never have otherwise considered. This was a great demonstration to promote self-learning. Finally, we had to work as a group to create a podcast. We were pushed to discover the ins and outs of using Zoom and teamwork to plan our assignment. The assignment itself required us to think critically about our learnings in this unit and apply these newly acquired skills. In the beginning, the scaffolding approach created fragments of uncertainty and anxiety. However, as we worked through each task, it became less daunting and there was growth in our skill level, confidence and independence. Good morning. My name is Mertia Haywood. I will be discussing how you could use podcasting within your classroom. Podcasting is an innovative tool for teachers to implement on a regular basis. Recording your own podcast alone or with pupils doesn't have to become complicated and publishing is quite simple. A few benefits of podcasting in classrooms. When recording your lessons, you can benefit both you and your pupils. If you choose to, you could re-listen to your lessons, back to remember what was covered and what questions were answered, and perhaps to even identify any areas where your delivery could be improved. From a student's perspective, they will appreciate being able to listen to lessons again from home to revise and cement understanding. Number two, have pupils create their own podcast where students will love the opportunity to create their own podcast to share amongst their peers and parents. It's a great way to test understanding and foster skills such as planning, research, media literacy and reading. Number three, my final point. It's a great way to create virtual field trips when time and money are limited and certain trips are just not practical. Podcasts can be used to take pupils on a virtual journey. You can integrate images if you choose and take students anywhere on a geography field trip to a famous museum or even into space. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. We hope you found that informative and helpful and feel that the journey to creating your own podcast looks a little less daunting. Until next time.